0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: 971
0: mobilecom FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts.
2: just texted George Gray from The Price is Right because I believe he is in town. He always visits Mama May, usually here in St. Louis during the holidays because this is where he grew up partially. I mean, I always say it's a little nuanced. He grew up in Arizona as well. He is the voice on The Price is Right yeah. with Drew Carey. He's the modern-day Johnny Olson. He... Um, Several years ago, George and I have been friends for maybe a decade, and he said, hey, Mark, when I came over here to this station, said, what if we do something when I'm in town, or sometimes we do it on the phone, Call The Price is Wrong. And we get some items from Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, I think is where we depend on them these days. Right. And Sue and Fred and, and other people bid on them, and we have a crazy time on the radio. And I said, George, that's brilliant. And, uh, in fact, we've executed it. We did a... You know, we always save those because I think they're always good. But the one that we did the last time he was in town in November, it was yeah. the Wednesday, I think, right before Thanksgiving, was was particularly good. So yeah, we're gonna, I think so. We're going to air that one here. I gave Sue and Sue's News the week off because it's the holiday week. We're airing some, you know, best of segments. Because of no Sue's News, we do not want to miss our great sponsor, Mr. Appliance, though, right? That's right. If you just
3: go to MrAppliance.com, uh, you know, the the Mr. Appliance that we know, Chad, owns two of these, but they just are picking one up in St. Charles. So they're going to have three nice. more to serve you. So go to MrAppliance.com, Speedy Expert Service.
2: I have experienced wonderful uh, service from Mr. Appliance, although not Chad's, but still. They right. have the one in Fenton. Yeah. I, I use that. He sent me that one. They do great work. So if you need some help with a... A washing machine, a dryer, dishwasher, Ice refrigerator. Machine doesn't work, right. call them. Absolutely. Okay, so we'll get to the prices wrong here a little bit. I wanted to um, fill in some blanks on some stories that I think are interesting that I don't want to skip. And one of these has to do, Sue, with yesterday's audio cut of the day. And this thing's gone very viral, and I think it's interesting. There was a video of, and remember at the time I said, I don't know who this guy is. Well, he's a Delta Airlines gate agent. And I don't think that he's been identified here yet, but there was an unidentified man originally, and we're going to tell you who this is, that confronted this Delta Airlines gate agent claiming that he had been purposely misgendered multiple times. Because if there's something in the world now oh, that's no. really going to put you over the edge, it's if you get misgendered when you look like a man and you sound like a man and you still have a penis. Yeah, that is a horrible you? thing, right? I mean, I can't even believe that it happens half the time, right? So they go back and forth, and you, um, you had the gate agent putting the hammer down on this guy saying, look, dude, if you want me to ex, you know, get you out of the building right now, yeah. we, we can do that. So let me play the original audio because now we know a little bit about the, uh, oh, here's a shocker. This is not a normal trans person that just decided they wanted to be a man or a woman. It's a trans activist, which of is course. always the case. I mean, let's face it. When we had our children's hospital whistleblower earlier this year, Jamie Reed. Let's not forget that Alexis Zotos from Channel Four and the Post Dispatch, they went out of their way oh, yeah. to find people that were pro-trans. I didn't want to talk to anybody else, nope. but man, if you if you wanted to criticize this and put into question what Jamie Reid said, the mainstream media and even our TV stations here in St. Louis, they were all over that, right? So it's never just someone who you know, and I'm gonna play a couple other examples of this. So this is what happened. This is so awesome, by the way. I mean, I want this guy to be promoted. Give him a
0: raise. And what about when an adult employee misgenders you so intentionally? While,
2: while, she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking.
3: You open. just
0: misgendered me again. Yeah. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have.
3: It wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also Well, open. she
0: did do it intentionally twice. You. You're talking to me it too. you said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I
3: have full authority escort you out the building right this moment if you want to play that game with me. Okay. would you like to continue three days before christmas
0: i really don't mind i'm good i'll just put this on
2: yeah let's um let's give him the delta gate agent and, and, and you know here's my fear my fear is because that went viral that that guy's going to take some grief and he's going to be somehow i hope not, I hope not too but I'm, I'm telling you what happens in these situations this was not just accidental they're trying to bait people into this yeah. this guy's name oh yeah it's a is setup. tommy dorfman and and by the way I'd like to think, and maybe this is just a, a simple hope for me. Every once in a while, I'll hear from people in the audience to say, "Mark, my daughter is non-binary, right, or whatever." That that's fine, okay. If you if you think you are someone else and you want to, especially if you're an adult, you 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 do you, right? But let's at least be honest about the situation. A healthy majority of the trans people out there are activists, and they're trying to bait people. Yes, they. And are. this is what happened in this situation. The dude sounds like a man. He looks like a man. Somebody accidentally said something to him that he interpreted as misgendering, right? And, you know, I don't know if he did. He just wants to. No, he to, didn't. Of know? course not. So this guy has a podcast, and guess who he had on? His buddy Dylan Mulvaney recently on the podcast. So, again, this is, these are people who are very active in trying to disrupt society. This is also the guy, all right? Tommy Dorfman. On video here, talking and encouraging kids, take your estrogen. Do my
1: estrogen shot.
0: (sighs) Estradiol, two needles, alcohol, wipe, very important.
2: It's a woman, by the way. Just so you know, I don't want to misgender Tommy here, Uh who still goes by Tommy. Once a week, so I pull this halfway, get it in. I mean, it's, uh, again, you want to shoot yourself up with these things? Go for it. You know, dude, if you want breasts and you don't have them or you want your penis cut off, you you do your thing. But stop bothering the rest of us with your nonsense because I'm sick and tired of it. Here's another one. I love this. This is from an Ohio court case. Listen to this testimony from this woman. I love being
3: trans. My partners are trans. My best friends are trans. My sibling is trans. I would choose being trans in every single lifetime. The trans community is the single greatest joy of my life. My shirt, if you can't read it, says you are lucky to be loved by a trans person. I feel that love every day, and I almost feel bad that the people pushing this bill and those who wake up every day and choose violence alienate themselves from that love from their family, community, and constituents. Trans people are proof of a love that has lasted for generations that most people can't even imagine.
2: So let's listen to the front part of that just real quick here. Listen to the family members.
3: I love being trans. My partners are trans. My best friends are trans. My sibling is trans. I would choose being trans in every single lifetime.
2: Now, th- this is also someone who... Now, I don't hear that in the audio, but I think that it was reported that she also has trans children. I'm not sure how that works out. But think about just what she's saying with the math. Now, she's in a little subculture community, right? But everyone she knows seems to be trans. Is that likely? Uh, no. I, I don't think so. You know, I have... um. I've tried to get some people on the air to talk about this, genuinely, in the past. This goes back a few years on on the Cam Wex side, because when, when all this started taking off, I think a lot of us were confused, right? I, right? I'm still confused by it. So the last trip I took to Hollywood, Sue, was uh, in 2019. It was four years ago for the film The Irishman. And then the pandemic kicked in, and, you know, I started not doing movie stuff on Channel 4, so I have not been back to Hollywood. But I bring that up because at that particular junket— I met a uh, a young trans person named Danielle Solzman, and it was interesting because Danielle, who was a biological male, is now uh, purportedly a female. Huge Cardinals fan. New Camo Wax introduced herself to me, and it was, it was lovely. It was there was nothing wrong with it sure. all. I'm not, I don't care, right? I'm not going to not talk to someone. We hung out a bit that weekend and had conversations, talked about the Cardinals. Don't care, right? So, but we're we're friends on uh, Facebook, okay? And I almost want to say this. Maybe I should send this clip. I've rarely seen anyone play the victim more often. Everything that happens. Now, she's also Jewish. And obviously there's some things that impact her more than the rest of us. And I get that. But on the trans stuff in particular, there's postings almost every day about somebody did this or something. Like, oh, my God. Your whole life is about playing the victim card, yeah, and that cannot be productive. It's not productive. It can't That's be what this, happy. Look what Tommy's doing. He's playing the victim card. It's like, oh, he's looking. They're looking, looking for an opportunity. For it, yes. I just misgendered him, right? He's probably going to come yep. after me. They're looking for opportunities it, it's, to expose this. And, and this is this is what's happened in like the Colorado cake case. All these things that end up going to court. It's very very organized. There's there's activists that are trying to, you know, spark reactions, and oftentimes they get reactions but anyway i had to cover that because i thought that was that was interesting all right a couple of stories here that are not that great and let me get to this one here did you hear the story about the teenagers in florida Mm -hmm. the the one that killed the sister during the fight over the christmas gift oh no this is now okay this is gonna be i'm gonna play you something here some audio from a tv station down in pinellas county florida um And this happened on Christmas Eve. So I'll just get to the story here, and then we'll kind of talk about it. But listen to the way they describe this.
1: Photos Abriel Baldwin posted to social media show her filled with joy. She's just a woman going about life, doing her thing uh, with her two kids, trying to make a living, trying to make it. On Christmas Eve, while at her grandmother's home on 22nd Avenue in Largo, she'd had enough of her brothers bickering. DeMarcus and Darkus began pulling guns on one another.
0: Abriel told
1: DeMarcus quote, you all need to leave that stuff alone. Why are you trying to start it? It's Christmas. They both had been fighting over Christmas presents with the 15 year old Darkish jealous that their mom had spent more on gifts for 14 year old DeMarcus. After Abriel stepped in, DeMarcus pulled a gun and fired, killing her and sending her son and his nephew, an 11 month old falling to the ground. Then Darkus pulled his own gun and shot Demarcus, leaving him badly injured.
0: This proliferation of guns on the streets and guns in this area and guns in the hands of these kids this is the worst I've ever seen. I don't think we've ever seen it this bad.
2: Okay, but that's the sheriff down there. We've never seen that. These are 14 and 15 year old kids that were I shooting. They have one access another. to guns in the house. Okay. It, okay, let's talk about that, Sue. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's a very, very good question. This isn't a gun issue. And, and I don't want to say this because it's Christmas week. It's unsolvable culture issue. It's an unsolvable. How do you fix that in that family? Now, we always say that we used to solve these things and cops will tell you with fists and fights and now everyone's got guns. But let me tell you something. This ain't happening in Baldwin. Okay? So there's access to guns out in West County, too. I have guns in my house. But we're not pulling them out on Christmas Eve and shooting our siblings who are just 14 and 15 years old. That's unique. Right. Now, why does that happen? Poverty, you know, all these other things. But there's a culture issue there where the priorities are completely out of whack. And and, and that's not fixable. So it's sad because you're going to hear stories like that. And everyone's going to talk about guns, etc. No, it's not guns. It, that is a culture issue. There's no doubt. And then this. I'm going to leave you with something more positive here. So okay. you're probably begging me to do this right at this point. This is a, a story about a little kid. I love this because. My daughter got up pretty early on Christmas morning too. The parents are Katie and Scott Reichen, and 3 a.m. on Christmas morning, they have a three-year-old son who (laughs) comes into their room and he says, "I need scissors." He wanted to open up his Spider-Man web shooters, so he needed scissors to cut them free. And Dad says that's when we realized something had gone terribly wrong. They go downstairs, 3 a.m. Let's keep in mind this is 3 a.m. They're in North Carolina. Their son got so excited about Christmas and Santa Claus, he opened up not only his gifts, but all of the gifts that the family had under the tree.
0: All right, I just have to add my son's version of the
2: events was he came downstairs and wanted to open all the presents so no
0: one was confused and they all knew what they had gotten. That's his story.
2: So. Oh my God! Mom and Dad are taking it well. It's become a bit of a national story. It went social, you know, viral on social media. And they're not mad at him. But that's a funny story. And that's by the way, hilarious. I'm sure that that happens a little bit more than we even Probably. hear. Right? there, you go. All right. Well, we always
1: call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Have a lot of fun with George Gray from The Price Is Right. He came up with this concept of The Price Is Wrong, and this one was executed the day before Thanksgiving. Oh man, it's just legendary, ladies and gentlemen. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Something special is about to happen.
0: What's it called? The Price Is Wrong. Mark And here's George Gray to take it away. Here it comes. From dreamy St. Louis. Uh, Yeah, very nice to be here. Uh, You know what? Uh, This is the Price is Wrong, Mark. And uh, for those of you who haven't uh, tuned in, uh, I'll refresh your memory. These are real items that you can purchase in St. Louis. I believe on Craigslist this time is most most. It might be uh, Facebook Marketplace as well, but Craigslist is what we're doing. I yeah, think both uh, of them. Maybe uh, but these are combo. real, like genuine, it. bona fide items that you, right now, from the comfort of your home, can purchase if you like. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna bid on these items, and whoever gets closest to the actual price without going over. Uh, we'll get a point, and at the very end, who has the most points wins a fabulous no case. <laughs> oh, amazing! Uh, let's kick things off by saying, uh, "Hi, Mama May! Hi, Judy Reardon! <laughs> you gotta get the, you oh, get, you gotta get that in. Oh man, I would hear from my mother if that wasn't
2: said there at the beginning of the segment. Believe me.
0: <laughs> if you don't, well, you know what? Uh, let's let's go. Ahead. Are you ready to kick things off? Oh yeah. Okay. So we're gonna start with something that I think is gonna it might already be sold uh, because it's such a hot commodity. <laughs> this is this is an item that is a must have for anybody, and so it might be sold, but if it's not, you need to grab this now. Okay, good. By we- the
3: way, you can see this uh, uh, on our show mm. on Twitter and on YouTube if you want to see the item that George is talking
0: about. Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking, hey, maybe I need to get into some of this, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay, here we go. First item up for bids, on the prices wrong bark, khaki sofa futon. Mm. Khaki <laughs> sofa futon.
2: Alex goes, hmm.
0: I mean, uh, it's
1: all right. Uh, no, everybody. Oh, I mean, like oh, flying, the- flying off the shelf. <laughs> looks nice. Have you seen this?
3: Oh, that looks, not hey, a it looks good like done. it
1: once was nice, but well, there might have been some activities. Let me go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me go ahead and read. Oh, oh, there's activity.
0: <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, and it begins. This is how it begins. Right. The sales pitch. Price is firm. <laughs> Okay, okay, right. then. okay, you had me at hello. will only hold if paid in full or someone is on their way a khaki sofa futon with storage. I don't know what that means. The color is tan with a hint of gray, which I think of as a khaki. <laughs> manufacturer unknown comes from a smoke-free home When sitting in certain spots You can feel the structure of the frame Which is common in most sofas But is decent overall As a futon, laying in the middle is not the most comfortable As with most futons But when laying on either side of the middle It's fine Well, that's um, honesty, Minor yeah. cosmetic wear and tear can be seen in the pictures There was a broken part of the structure That I've repaired as seen in the pictures And now is stronger than ever Overall it looks good And is comfortable for what it is I will gladly help you Load it into your ready vehicle Price is firm Will only hold it paid <laughs> in full Or someone's on the way Now I You can see I mean this And this is a state affairs This is Thanksgiving But you know there's Going to be people Fighting in the street uh, Over this futon right
2: uh, It's not a futon
3: well,
0: it, it looks. I
2: mean, why is it not a
0: futon? What? Yeah. It,
3: because a futon is the one that, you know with the the that Oh, you know that what? Actually, that.
2: the one thing I would this throw. Like I couch. would throw the flag on there because it looks like there's two cushions, and a, a futon would just have like one big
3: yes, cushion. correct.
1: Well, yeah. I think if the back just goes down, it's considered a futon. Oh, okay. Well, right? I don't know. I guess so. You Th- know,
0: this is the kind of deluxe item that you usually see on a street corner, with a sign taped to it that says free. Yeah.
1: And no one takes it. Okay, Alex, uh, you got to go first. What would you like to bid? I was gonna go a little bit higher until you started talking more about it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars. Wow, You're spending big money. Mark. I mean, the guy's firm on the yeah. price. Yeah, he so. is firm. Yeah,
2: Fred, can I? Or I'm Fred. George, can I ask you <laughs> what
1: the firm price is?
2: No. Uh, oh,
0: you almost got me there. Oh, very, oh very tricky. Uh, 90, Trying to trip up the host. $95, George. $95. $95. And, Sue, you won the last time we played, yeah. so you get to go last. I'm not feeling good about this, George. I'm going to say
1: 70 $70. Not really understanding that if you would have bid $1, no, I, I that would have it. covered yeah, you completely. You know, every it. time I'm here, we have that problem. Yeah. Somebody always messes yeah. that up. Price, me. price has been around for almost, uh, well,
0: over yeah. half a century. You know but why minute, learn the game today? Do you know for a minute? I thought, is $76
3: what I'm supposed to say? Or yeah, 76. well, but see, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, not that bright. Yeah, well, that, that ship yeah. sailed. So, yeah, all, all right, right we fine. got 75
0: 95 and 70 What will it set you back to get this dream futon? that you don't want to put a black light on. Okay. It is $100. Oh, Mark. yeah. Mark, nice. Mark. Oh, boy. Mark wins one. That was very nice. Early I feel like victory. 100 makes
1: sense though. It's like give just give yeah. me a $100 bill and that's all I'm accepting. All right, let's
0: get to another. Uh, let's you know? get let's get right away. Okay. This is a, this is a quick one, okay? All right. This is a quick one. Uh <clears throat> I think it's pronounced ebonite, but I'm not sure. Ebonite Ghostface bowling ball. Ah. Ebonite Ghostface bowling ball. The description collectible. Ebonite Ghostface Bowling Ball, no drilled holes. Wh-
3: what what?
0: Oh. It's not really a bowling ball then, is it? But no. I digress. Uh, no drilled holes, ten pound local pickup only, so you can call this guy and ask him if he's got 10-pound balls. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's
2: too easy. Tell you what you'd do. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to admit that I'm of the age that I did that when I was a kid. I I mean, We all did that. Did you you really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's hysterical. And then the other one is, do you have... um, Prank column? Do you have... Who was the one? Do you have someone in a can? Oh, sir.
0: Do you have sir... What the hell was that one? I'll think of it here in a check. Sir Prince
2: Albert. Prince Albert Albert in a can, right?
0: Yes. Yes, what as well as uh, I'm from the electric company. Is your
1: refrigerator running? <laughs> I would just I would just call and yell, Dugan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he can't share this story now because no, we already we told don't have you. You've got to hear. Well, He's got he, a we'll, legendary we'll
1: prank call. Or I'm a Alex wanted does. man from prank calling. Yes, well, is, I'm going to
0: need to get some more items in here. So what are you going to bid, Mark? Uh, I'm going to say 30 bucks. 30 bucks for a bowling ball that has no holes. So <laughs> technically, it's just a round <laughs> rock. But it's got a cool...
2: You know, well, I'm not thing? saying it's not cool, yeah.
0: but I I don't I don't know. Do, isn't that the difference between a bowling
1: ball and it just something round? It is. Half the is the you, thing you stick half your fingers in? Half the trouble in? is going and getting the holes drilled in the thing. I was going to say, uh-huh. it,
3: is 10 really light? Is that for a kid? It's pretty light.
1: Well, I
0: don't know, Sue. I don't want to. <laughs> Brag on national <laughs> radio here. Uh, what would you like to bid? Uh,
3: it's like $15, s- $15, George. $15? <laughs> $15? Wow.
1: Collectible does not ring with no, you. No,
3: it does Alex, box. you know,
1: that puts me in a tough spot because uh, okay. I think, I guess, I got to go $1. Oh, okay, okay. Or, or you well, could have gone 30 31. 30. 30. thirty-one. You, you, kind you of made your choice. You already, I did. You already I already made, made my choice. It got
0: officially uh, rung in. Okay, so we've got thirty dollars, fifteen dollars, and one dollar for a very collectible, brand new, expensive bowling ball, and you cheap people <laughs> <laughs> wanted to spend a top uh, of thirty, and it is one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. Wow. oh yeah. Oh, Mark wins, too. Hey, wins even, two. No, wins we'll You, on you here
1: probably here? used to have a bowling ball of your own back then. I never the day. did. I no? never did. No, I never do did. Do we have time for two more or three? Oh no, you can do. We got good. three. Okay, good, good, good. Hey, good. it's
2: a holiday edition. It's a special I Thanksgiving edition of the Mark
0: Reardon Show, which gives you, you know, oh, leeway. Nice. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Okay, here we go. This is a great item up for bids. You're gonna want this if you're if you're in town like uh, like Brittany, my wife, and I are visiting the family. You will want to get this uh, as a special treat on Thanksgiving Day. Organic. Fertilizer, rabbit feces. Oh, organic fertilizer, rabbit feces. Rabbit feces is the perfect natural fertilizer. <laughs> it isn't too hot to use immediately. Oh my god! Now I have no idea what that means. I just, uh, if you, if you're a, a feces fan, maybe you do know. Uh, it isn't too hot to use immediately. <laughs> yet it can be composted and used later too. Um, it is a, a dollar amount per five gallon bucket. You scoop. Bring buckets or a sturdy bag. Oh, please make it a sturdy bag. I have to scoop my own? Yeah. Do not have a rickety bag. You're
1: charging per bucket, you say? Uh, Per bucket. uh,
0: Shovels and buckets will be provided to use, but if you want to take the buckets home with you, it's going to be a certain different dollar amount per bucket.
1: Is there security also provided so the person that you're buying this from does not kill you? Uh, Could happen.
0: Look at the weather forecast first. Oh, my god. And then
1: contact me to set up a
0: date and time. Nothing worse than snowy rabbit poop. <laughs> Nothing worse. I have been there. How many we times have you said that? You hit the low point in your life at that. Okay, so uh, uh, this is going to be for, how much is it if you take the bucket? Okay, this is going to be the dollar amount that it's going to cost you. Per if, bucket. if Per 5 gallon bucket that if you just show up no bucket you take the bucket okay, okay. All right, and sue so you get to bid first
3: well uh, wait so this is per bucket, per bucket how much am i paying per bucket $1.50
0: well we're not doing $1, $1. <laughs> okay this is not <laughs> this is not trailer park price, <laughs> oh, no okay. price. Oh, yeah. this yeah. not this is not sorry. big lots what was i Prices thinking this is wrong okay yes. so
1: how much you wanted to say $1 $1 okay <laughs> alex uh i'm going to go
0: i'll go $10 $10 $11 george uh, and $11. Okay. Wow. What, you know, what kind of poop, you guys? You got to pay that much for a bucket of poop? You have
3: to scoop yourself? This, yeah. It is a perfect fertilizer. Oh, and it's not too warm. Yeah, it's okay. not no, too warm.
2: it's not too and hot. If it was too warm, I probably would have gone $2. have just hot, done the Not $2. too hot right
0: now. Well, actual price that you'll get set back, getting yourself a family for Thanksgiving, a five-gallon bucket of rabbit poop is $8. Oh, oh. Sue wins it. Oh,
3: yes. Thank,
0: Darn it. You. Oh, thank you. Well thank you. I thought I
1: had that too. I, I was really in a bad spot either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, no. I'll admit, There's you no. were. I mean, we were, realistically, they were talking about a, a bucket of poop here.
3: Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I it's don't think they're situation. talking
1: about the warmth of the poop. I
3: think they're talking about
1: the warmth of the temperatures
0: um, currently. I can't wait for the stuffing tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, we got uh, two more. And let me just tell you, these are home runs. These are amazing.
1: Okay. And, Mark, you have two. Sue, you have one. Alex, you I'm still trying to get on the board, George. Yeah, God bless
0: right. you for trying though, right?
1: You're like the, there's time. You're like the Cardinals. I don't get
0: worried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, keep him. This I just want to say this beforehand. I want to buy this person a beer. I don't know who this person is, but I like them and I want to buy them a beer. I'm also going to read anything that's in caps, I will read as a shout. Yes. Okay? As a shout. Okay, so here we go. And the item up for bids is Scott Solid brass belt buckle. <laughs> Scott! Solid brass belt buckle. And here is the best description on this show ever. Are you a Scott? Or maybe a Scotty who likes to be called Scott? Noah a Scott? Wish you were a Scott? Want to impersonate a Scott for some reason? Do you need a cool, solid brass belt buckle that says Scott on it? Then here's absolutely what you need to shout your Scottness to the world or provide the perfect gift to the Scott or Scotty in your life. <laughs> For sale, one solid brass Scott belt buckle. Excellent. This is shiny awesome. condition. Approximately three and a half inches wide, one and three quarters inches high. Fits belts up to about one and a half inches wide. Oh. B
1: a scott <laughs> oh my god be a scott most, oh did, don't Uber did, did oh. scott change his name is that why he's oh. getting rid of his belt buckle That's a good question <laughs> you know what i mean scott
0: uh, may have moved out alex this
1: may be my favorite <laughs> person ever okay <laughs> maybe my favorite person
0: ever okay oh. so uh so i want to know let's go through these quickly Ooh. so we can get to the last one oh. uh, alex what would you like to bid <laughs> oh.
1: i'll go 25 dollars. 25
0: dollars, mark yeah. uh Ew, jeez! Fifteen bucks. Fifteen dollars, Sue. I am going to say one dollar. Yeah, not a bad choice. One dollar actual price for the best written Craigslist ad <laughs> ever. It is. Somebody needs to buy this
1: and thank them for us.
0: Ten dollars, Sue. Ten oh. Sue. Oh. Wow. Sue. Sue. rallying. Oh, I am rallying. I actually,
1: am, I'm hanging out with my buddy Scott tonight. I'm gonna <laughs> log on. Are again. you really? I sw- I, I'm not kidding you. He's You're listening gonna buy right now. You should I- buy it. You should. I said you my it. check this out. Buy it, buy it, Okay, we got time for one more, uh, yeah. right? One more. Okay,
0: here, here we go. This is a fabulous one. And the, the final item up for bids, haunted vintage doll, active <laughs> charlie. And it is a creepy picture. Let me just tell you folks, this is a super creepy picture. But here's the description, which is really awesome. This is a real haunted doll creepy I got the doll on my trip to North Carolina. This is Charlie. He was eight years old when he passed away in the 90s. We found him in an abandoned house by Lake Appalachia in North Carolina. (laughs) He chose to be with this doll, inhabiting it, you could say. He has told us that his family stayed in the house for a while and then left him behind. He's a loving and caring little spirit. He's been known to move as well. He loves to communicate with Spirit Box and the board as well. He also likes playing with the cat balls. Uh, Not cat's balls, uh, with the cat balls. Thank you for the uh, clarification. He gets along with other spirits, animals, and people. He loves watching TV, playing games, and listening to music. Now he's looking for his forever home and family. If you're into the paranormal, he's a special soul with a black heart emoji there. Great to work with. I can't just let him go to anyone. Price, well that's nice for a a a dead satanic soulless doll. Um Price is firm. If if you read this, he might be for you and it ends with loves animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's playing with cat well, balls, you know he loves animals. That's uh, that's a given right there. So um so we got to hurry here. So let's uh let's go we're going to do let's see. Last one to bid was uh was it Marky breakfast? I, I forgot who bid first last time. I, I think, think Sue did. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. You bid I, think first? I did. No, you did. Okay. Alex did. Yeah. Mark. It's
3: mark. Up. I.
0: Oh my gosh. Mark, mark,
3: he's nice to work with. Twenty five bucks. Twenty five
0: bucks. Twenty five dollars. Really for an I don't know for an afterlife. I prove doll? Me wrong. I mean, that's crazy. Sue, what would you like? To I
3: I'd say that I would pay zero, but I'm guessing one hundred. I'm going one hundred
1: dollars to communicate with the afterworld. Alex, would you get twenty five, Mark? Yes. Damn you. I I'm going to have to go 26. Yeah, 26. You that's, don't have to do
0: anything but you did it.
1: Okay. Actual price for the creepiest doll on the planet
0: from the Appalachians right there. That's the topper is $350. No oh my gosh. Sue wins. Yes. Well, and Sue she, wins. I was
2: off to a solid start, two nothing. Sue rallied. She got 3 in a row. Hang on. We got the no case being awarded wow. on the Price's Wrong Mark with George Gray <laughs> on Thanksgiving Wednesday coming up next. Yeah, I wasn't very happy about that because I had a, a commanding lead, and Sue grabbed it from me. We will award the no case, though. George awarded it the day before Thanksgiving. Coming up after traffic on 97.1 FM Talk. Hey, we got to wrap up The prices Wrong. George Gray in the studio with us, and we have not yet awarded the fabulous no case. And I'm a little disappointed that I crapped the bet on this one today, George. <laughs> I
0: had the lead. It, it, it was rabbit feces from the very start, wasn't it? <laughs> it was warm rabbit feces uh, from the very start. It was a five-pound bucket. Sue, All right. you win. what does she win, George? Sue wins the fabulous no case. And it is a seat at the most coveted potluck Thanksgiving table. Here's a list of the guests and what they're bringing this year. Oh, no. First up, Donald Trump is bringing a plate of raspberries just for Letitia James. (laughs) President Biden is bringing mashed potatoes, ground up turkey, soft rolls and leftover birthday cake. (laughs) Candles (laughs) included. I don't understand this one. Uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will br- bring crow for Mark Reardon to eat. Oh,
2: oh well, okay. well, there you go. I was an early uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift denier. I didn't think it was really romantic. I mm. thought they were messing with everyone, and then I saw them smooching down in Argentina. Oh, I thought, okay, I'm going to oh. have to make an apology. I think I went on the record before that, but uh. I, I
0: was a bit... Well, I I was in I denial. denial. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? That reminds me. Uh, who cares? Okay, <laughs> let's move on now. <laughs> Thank you for the bell. Uh, Kamala Harris will bring her own AI-created word salad. Merrick Garland plans to bring his usual hot dish at denials. Jamal Bowman is bringing his red hot fire alarm peppers. Oh, I don't know what that means. You'll explain He's it later. He's the guy that fire pulled alarm. the fire alarm in the oh. house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah. he was just mistaken. Yeah. he didn't know. He was mistaken. It was a mistake. Gavin Newsom and Ronda Sanchez are working on a special surprise dish, but it won't be ready till 2028. <laughs> Joe Manchin is bringing his popular no labels brand of canned corn, and to keep it local, John Mosliak will bring. Two Two leftover dishes from meals that were really good to eat 10 years ago. <laughs> That's the fabulous no case. Thanks Woo! for listening and tuning in to The Price is Wrong, Mark. Don't forget to have John Mosley spayed and neutered. And uh, you know what? On, on Turkey Day, love your family. Love your friends. Hug everybody. Thanks, Mama May. Thanks, Judy Reardon. Love awesome. you Awesome. George wow. Gray, you're the He's best. The Thank best. you so much. Oh, and I gotta, I, I gotta here. say, uh, hi, and I love my wife Brittany because she's in the booth right now. Yeah. She is. She I is. would be remiss if I didn't say we that. do not get to see Brittany all the time
2: on all these trips. Well, we don't have a lot of time to catch up, but one of the questions I did have for you because when you were here in person the last time, you were going back to record the prices right this, in a brand new studio. This. So that that
0: legendary CBS oh. studio you had to give that up. So how's the new joint? Uh, well, it's in Glendale. And uh, no one has ever accused Glendale of being glamorous. Let's Mm. just say that. But uh, it's we're in an industrial park, and I'm not making this up. We're in an old Target uh, distribution warehouse. Oh, (laughs) Oh, really? I am not making any of this up. But that all being said, I mean, if you're talking about Hollywood, Hollywood is what you see on camera, right? True. It's... It doesn't matter where you park your car. It doesn't matter where it is. It matters what's the final product. That's and, right. And the studio looks amazing on camera. Mm. It, it's all brand new, like LEDs and, you know, the state-of-the-art everything. Whereas, you know, in the old studio, which I'm a big uh, sentimental sure know, buff of Sure you are. You're history, a retro guy. It, you know, that place was built on asbestos and whale tears. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like that is an old building. But I still love the fact that, you know, that was Carol Burnett's studio that we right. were in. So it was yeah. huge. So so, uh, as Drew says, we're going to start. We're going to make our own history in this building, and you know, but driving to it. It's in an industrial park. It is not as much glamour, but I really think that ultimately it looks better on camera. That's fair. So, And that's you, what it's all about. Yeah. I, Drew's kind of cleaned up his, his beard, and there was like a
2: period about yes. a month ago, my mom sent me a message that I had to share with, with George because he, she's like, oh, he just looks so much better. He looked like he was 90 years old when he had that beard. <laughs> so uh, I screwed up the music there. But anyway, George, thank you so much for coming in. Yes. We, we love your appearances, and that was really fun this afternoon. Brittany, good to see you. Can't go to a baseball game because it's winter, but we'll do it again. And you're coming back for Christmas, so we'll see you on yes. Christmas. Oh, and ha- good.
0: And happy, happy, happy we'll Thanksgiving to everyone.
2: So that's George Gray. And he is in town right now, and I alerted him earlier this hour that he was going to be on the radio. And then Sue says to me, We need to teach George how to, George how to say John Moselak. And I, I have actually, but he, I think it's in his brain, so he says Moselak. There's a part yeah. of me that thinks he does it on purpose just to kind of.
3: No, we mess all with have people. something like that that just won't come Absolutely. out right.
2: Absolutely. But I. Um, well, since we're doing Best doves and last week was kind of discombobulated, I didn't bother George to come in. But that was a good one from about that was four so weeks ago. Great. He's
3: so great. And he
2: comes into town on a regular basis as we get—we um, can do these on the phone, and we've done them. I think they work a lot better than when we're in the studio. Of course. So we'll, uh, we'll get him back here as we enter 2024. I have a few minutes here, Sue, and there's a couple of stories that I've grabbed that I wanted to share. I asked you earlier this hour— or maybe in the last hour about one story, I'm gonna ask this one. Have you heard the story about the guy that got trapped in the truck for six days? What? Yeah, this is nuts. So this um, is—what the hell is this? Have we had that bad—oh,
3: that we have had bad weather somewhere in the U.S.
2: Well, this was in Indiana. Okay, so here's how the story reads that was in The Washington Post this morning. Mario Garcia and his son-in-law, Nervato Del Torre, thought the best way to kill some time until their wives got back home was to scout for a good fishing hole near their Indiana home on what they thought would be a lazy day after Christmas, right? Okay. But when a light in the distance caught their attention, Garcia— and Delatori found something entirely different on the bank of a shallow creek beneath an interstate bridge Tuesday afternoon. Okay. This was yesterday. A man who had been trapped for six days inside a mangled truck. The men approached the wreck in Portage, Indiana. They moved an airbag out of the way to touch the motorist. They thought he was dead. Uh, Garcia says, the moment I touched his shoulder, he swung around. He woke up. He had injuries. He didn't know how long he had been trapped. He said— He he told these guys he could not feel his extremities. Um, they say that he looked visibly relieved after he had been found. Well, um, yeah, Garcia said I've never seen a relief like that. He was flown by helicopter. He did have some potentially life-threatening injuries, oh, but here, Mark. here's the deal: so this was a this was actually a kid. Let me what? Fast forward here. Um, Wait
3: a minute. Did he drive off the road yeah. and then just get stuck under this and couldn't get out of the car?
2: Yeah, let me um, let me find because or truck. what happens is is that I get to the part of the story where um, all right, this guy Mr. Reem is his name. He's 27 years old. Sorry, Sue, because there's a lot here, and I just want to make sure I'm giving you the right information. 27 years old, and they say what happened is is he went off the road he's driving a dodge ram truck i-94 in indiana around december 20th he loses control they don't know why at this point his vehicle missed the guardrail so he's driving on the grass shoulder before he goes airborne the vehicle goes down into the creek he rolls several times it rolled underneath the bridge the truck comes to rest he's pinned inside the vehicle he can't call for help he says he tried yelling and screaming no one would hear him He just said, the the fisherman said, it was quiet, like just the sound of the water. So he's there for six days. There's rainwater. He drinks rainwater to keep himself hydrated, right? There were no police reports of any crashes in the area. Um, So, you know, people didn't even really know that it had happened. But they say that when they pulled up, uh, there's a creek that they pulled up to, and it's a pretty um, wide creek. It's not deep. It's only like... 30 feet wide, but just a few feet deep, right? They say something caught their attention. They get closer. They realize it's the wrecked truck. And Mr. Garcia says it was mangled completely. You could barely tell what it was. So they call for help. They stay with him until the cops come and, you know, talk to him just a little bit. They get a report on Tuesday about the crash on I-94, the fire department and, um, you know, emergency crews. They respond and they basically say, "Yesterday in the news conference, if it wasn't for those two guys, this guy be dead, right? Hold, because cow. you know he who who I mean happenstance that they end up going fishing and they're yeah. sort of in this remote area. Now, the the missing piece. What's the what's the question here that comes to mind that I have not covered? Well, how, wait, I don't know. Like. What happened? Did the family reported missing or anything? Well, I'm assuming that happened, but they don't say anything about that because you, you would think that you'd have you know, somebody you know, would some have missing gone out and looked. Reported. He's gone for six days. Right? Yeah, six days is. A lo- He's from Mishawaka, Indiana. That'd be so Matthew scary. Matthew Reed, 27 years old. So that's that's who the guy was. But that, you know, thankfully, uh, certainly a good story. I'm, I'm guessing if you're in that situation and you're injured, you're drifting in and out of consciousness, and I'm maybe he had. Enough wits about him to say, you know, when they say the rainwater, does that mean he stuck his That's what face I mean. out the window? Or was the truck mangled so much? Who knows? But that is a great—you hear stories like this every once in a while, and they are amazing stories of survival. So that kid is very, very lucky. We are continuing a week of some of the uh, best segments from 2023. And I have several coming up here in the next hour that I find intriguing, including a great conversation with John O'Leary from just a couple of, um, oh, really, I think maybe a month and a half ago. The movie On Fire started filming here in St. Louis at the end of October, beginning of November. It's John's story. William H. Macy plays Jack Buck. Uh, John credits because he was almost, well, he was burned on 90% of his body, almost died, and Jack Buck visited him in the hospital. And then he visited him again. And then he visited him again. And John credits Jack Buck for his survival in large part. So they're making that into a Hollywood motion picture. He'll share some of the details. We found out that Fred drinks two gallons of milk a week. He'll explain that. We have an audio (laughs) cut of the day and a whole lot more coming up. Hang in there.
0: Get more at
1: 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's
0: largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours